welcome into the latest edition of the Coach Bill Tierney Show on ESPN Denver 1600 from your hometown Toyota stores and brought to you by Johnson Financial Group, partnering with families to bring simplicity and peace of mind as they help you achieve your financial goals. We're talking Denver Pioneers across. My name is Tyler Mon, joined by the head coach of the Pioneers, Bill Tierney, coming off of a thriller of a win on the road at Columbus, Ohio, on Saturday, 14-12, the final as the Pioneers rally uh, at the Horseshoe to take down the seventh-ranked Ohio State Buckeyes. Coach, happy show this week. How are you? Um, good. Much better than a week ago. But, uh, you know, it's uh, you just move on to the next one, as we told the kids. You know, a, a couple of weeks ago, we were saying, just keep plugging. Uh, you'll, you'll get one. And now we got one. And we're saying, just keep plugging so you don't lose another one. You know, it's uh, it's... I don't know why I do this thing, but it's uh, it's so rewarding when you have when you have the these guys who believe in each other and believe in the coaches, stick together, and finally get you know the the just reward as temporary as it might be. This was a uh, an extraordinarily stressful game for us watching from afar. So I can't imagine what it was like for you guys uh, as it was a game that was, you know, back and forth, the type of matchup that you kind of expect with Ohio State. Uh, you really turn the tide in the third quarter. And we'll talk about this game uh, in depth. But I got to ask you before we start talking about it, were you worried about the next thing that would prevent you from playing at Columbus, because for the last three scheduled trips to go to Columbus, I believe there were two different weather cancellations. There was the bomb cyclone, uh, which was the, the insane snowstorm a few years ago. Then I think there was another weather thing. And then in 2020, the day before we were supposed to travel to Columbus uh, for the game at Ohio state was when the, the shutdown hit at the start of the pandemic. Was there anything coming into this week? Like, are we going to get invaded by aliens on Thursday or like what's the, what's the next thing that's going to happen? Yeah, it's, uh, you, you know, you, you, you just start thinking about all this stuff and, uh, um, uh, you know, the crazy world we've all been in and then working our way toward normalcy. And, uh, you know, it was uh, as abnormal a, a normal event could be, you know, it was, uh, we hadn't won in the horseshoe. We had... Uh, we hadn't been there in forever. Um, you know, our seniors had never played Ohio State and, and uh, uh, or, our, you know, our fifth year guys had, but not our seniors. And, and so it was a whole new event, a whole exciting venue. The guys were excited about getting in there, um, you know, and uh, it was just one of those things where, you know, I, I said to Nick Myers before their coach before the game, who I, I admire a great deal and said, you know, it, it's. I wasn't sure it was going to be good to be there, but I said to him, it's good to finally be here, you know, and, uh, and it was, and it turned out to be a great day. Well, let's talk about this matchup. Your guys go on the road uh, coming off of a, a tough loss last time out uh, at home against Yale and, uh, you know, riding uh, a season that has seen its ups and downs. And um, you've played some really tight games against some really, really good ranked teams. And you go on the road to face a top 10 opponent in Ohio State, a team that, um, you know, Nick Myers built a, a fantastic um, foundation. And I don't even know if you can say foundation anymore. That program is just so good now um, that it's beyond just the foundation, but that's a tough draw wherever you get Ohio state and to get them on the road is a tough draw. Um, your week of preparation going into the game and kind of your guys' mindset as they headed into that Sunday matchup. I think I said it was Saturday Sunday game. Um, what was the, the week like, especially coming off the Yale game, getting set for Ohio state. Couldn't have been worse. 
it was uh, it was coming off a tough loss to Yale, where we felt like and again and just like a couple of the others we felt like we had made some strides we felt like we had turned some corners we outground ball it was the first team we outground ball in in a loss and uh you know we, we did a lot of things right but we lost the game and then turned the corner and in due to our uh uh depending on what mood the old coach is in famous or infamous um academic schedule here at DU you know we were in final exams last week and in the middle of um you know the the beauty of COVID was nobody got the flu but uh, all of a sudden we've got stomach flus and and real flus and and colds and and myself I, I had it myself so honestly it couldn't have been a worse week of preparation but and and that's what it really even more contributed to the um the, how proud I am of, of this group of guys, you know, they, they just kept persevering. The, the message after Yale was any team, any group would be easy for them to start pointing fingers, blaming each other, you know, turning on the coaches, turning on each other. And, and we implored them to not do that. And what we learned is we didn't have to implore them to not do it because they don't do that. They, they pulled together, they enjoyed each other, whoever happened to be at practice that day, JJ Silstrop didn't practice all week. And, uh, you know, some of these other guys were sick and, you know, um, and, and all of a sudden, like a lot of things in life, when you think you're at your, your, your bottom, you find a way to dig out of it. And, and, and by the way, we get down four to one and six to two. And so let's make it even a little tougher on ourselves, but, uh, there's just no no quitting these guys, and and I'm so so proud of them. Um, but here we are facing another tough opponent, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Yeah, and we will uh, as the Pioneers wrap up the non-conference schedule against Towson coming up this weekend. But uh, like you said, you kind of dig yourselves an early hole. You're down four one. You're down six two. And um, you know, after the a three and four start to the season, I would imagine there are some things that kind of creep in uh, that you don't really want to think about a lot when you're down six two. But your guys didn't let that overwhelm them when they started to come back. Uh, when did you kind of feel like okay, we're still right in this? Seven six at half. You know, and looking at the scoreboard. You know, you felt like, whew, you know, two things. Number one, this could have been ugly. We win a national championship in 2015. And in that same venue, we're down 11 to two to that team at halftime. And, and so, you know, seven, six, not so bad, you know, 13 goals still scored, but we're a lot closer. So we went in feeling, feeling confident that we had, you know, picked ourselves up to their speed on off on our defense and we felt like our offensive guys started to gain some confidence. Uh, they mixed in some zone, which slowed us down early. But, um, you know, it was uh, it was a good locker room. And, and it was one that that felt very confident that not that we were going to win, but felt very confident that we knew what we were facing and that uh, we could handle that adversity. You jump out uh, straight out of halftime and you score seven goals in the third. Uh, you outscore Ohio State 7-4 in the third quarter. You take the lead uh, after going into halftime down 7-6. What was the key in that third quarter? I know you got some really big contributions. You know, Jack Hanna had three goals and an assist. Richie Connell was fantastic. Your transfer, 
four goals for him. He's a, a local guy, but a transfer into the program. Uh, he is also just a giant and a guy who I would imagine is a very tough matchup defensively for other teams. But what keyed that seven goal third? I think, I think just that, uh, that what we referred to a little bit earlier was that confidence at halftime. They weren't, they weren't trying to pick their spots. You know, Richie, as you said, hit a couple of low ones and then hit a high one. So he's mixing it up a little bit. And, uh, um, He's Richie's getting to know our team and know Matt Brown's offense a little bit better. Um, it, it was, uh, you know, Johnny Morocco has played great lacrosse for us throughout the season and we're so proud of him, but it was a bad matchup for him. And so switching, switching uh, Richie in. So now you got two lefties with JJ at X and Simmons, who's playing real well. We felt like that was the way to go, even through Noah Manning in there for a little while, and he, he causes problems. But I think the middies felt like they could run by, um, you know, with some hard work, run by uh, the Ohio State short sticks, create some mismatches, some slides, and get them all moving. And, and you know, you've seen us enough to know when, when we can be unselfish and move the ball, we, we can be pretty good. Um, so I think all those things defensively, we started to feel confident um, in, in putting pressure on Jack DiBenedetto, you know, literally shut out one of the best play attackmen in the country. Uh, he, he, you know, uh, he, he got his goal when we were playing zone. That was the only time he scored all day. So um, we had a little bit of some wrinkles in there for him. And uh, so, you know, I just think the confidence level was high and, uh, you know, just started shooting well and and got seven still gave up four which is you know a little too many but uh got seven and got us a lead as you said coach you also uh come out on top statistically in a lot of categories that i know we like to talk about you'd you know end up uh out shooting ohio state they had one more in shots on goal but you get more saves uh you've got fewer turnovers you're successful on 18 of 19 clears but again you do a really good job in the ground ball category this week 24 19 you win that that total uh including 12 5 in that third quarter that was such a point of emphasis the first five six weeks of this season your guys have really responded well, it feels like, over the last couple of games and that. How pleased are you to see the way that they now are kind of rededicating themselves to being able to scrap and go after loose balls? Yeah, it's really important, especially at the defensive end. We, we did miss two that we had in our stick that they got back. Uh, our riding attack has done a great job of getting the ball back. Um, staff had a, a battle on his hands. We knew the Ignacio kid was really good and staff battled and he's a warrior. And, you know, he's, he kind of gives our team our, our, our you know, kind of who we are, our personality and uh, ground balls are the, are, are the, are the evidence, you know, and, and the evidence comes out at the end of the game, when you look at those kinds of ledgers. And uh, so we had some tough ground balls and a lot of guys who played just a little bit better. And you mentioned it. Bottom line is face-offs and, and say, goalie saves. And Jack had a good day. Jack Thompson had a good day in the goal. Well, the Pioneers coming home this weekend for a matchup with the Towson Tigers. We'll talk about that uh, as this show rolls along today and a whole lot more coming up on this week's edition of the Coach Bill Tierney Show from your hometown Toyota Store Studios and presented by Johnson Financial Group. More after the break on ESPN Denver 1600. Planning your financial future can be overwhelming and confusing. So let the experts at Johnson Financial Group help guide you to your financial goals. 
the team at Johnson Financial Group believes in increasing transparency, lowering fees, and striving to achieve better outcomes so you can have a peace of mind when it comes to all of your investing needs. Contact Johnson Financial Group at jfgwealth.net to get started on planning your future. Dear Winter, almost nothing stands in the way of a new 2022 Toyota. When you say stay home, the Camry all-wheel drive comes out to play. The Corolla's tech is red hot. Snowy hills don't stand a chance against the RAV4's available all-wheel drive with multi-terrain select. And everyone gets comfy in the Highlander with its available heated front seats. See you in the snow. Toyota. Find yours at Toyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Your Front Range Toyota store is proud to be the exclusive automotive partner of your DU Pioneers. Back on ESPN Denver 1600, the Coach Bill Tierney Show talking Denver Pioneers lacrosse from the hometown Toyota store studios. This episode brought to you by Johnson Financial Group, partnering with families to bring simplicity and peace of mind as they help you achieve your financial goals. Tyler Mon and Pioneers head coach Bill Tierney, Denver coming off of a road win at Ohio State, a 14-12 final on Sunday for DU, the first win uh, in that series at Ohio Stadium uh, since the ECAC era of this program, first win in Columbus since the final regular season game of 2013, and uh, a big one for this Denver team now coming home against Towson. Coach, before we talk about the Tigers, uh, I want to ask you about just playing in the horseshoe. You play in one of the largest venues um, for any sport anywhere in America, and obviously something that you've done before, but for fans who haven't heard us talk about it, uh, again, the last three years, I, I misspoke. I said it was two weather events and the pandemic. It was one weather event, the pandemic, and then last year, Ohio State only played conference games. You guys didn't get a chance to make that trip. Um, so this is your first time in the horseshoe for a while. That's a weird venue to play lacrosse because the stadium is massive. The fans are not sitting in the ends. They're sitting on the sidelines. So the backdrop is weird. Uh, and being in a place that seats 110, 115,000, whatever it is at Ohio Stadium, what is that like for you guys to go to the horseshoe and play? You know, at first, I think, especially for our young guys, they walk into a big stadium like that and they're thinking of the it, it a football venue. Um, you know, we had luckily had played at Utah and then they had a beautiful, beautiful stadium. Um, and uh, so uh, you know, once the games kind of started, uh, you mentioned the sight lines a little bit, and uh, they seem to have bothered us less this time than than in the past. It could be that because maybe the sun was out for the first time in, since we've ever been there, and uh, and so that helped. But um, you know, it, it's 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 hard to say. You just you look across the field, and they were the, Ohio State did a great job. They had their the, the fans packed into one little area and that's what we get in lacrosse. We have a couple of thousand people and some young kids there. They had it set up really, really well. And, uh, you know, and uh, more importantly, I had my, my daughter and uh, who's the head coach at Kent state of the women's team and some of her players and my grandson Bodie there. So I didn't care who else was there. Those are the most important guests that you get to have uh, at any game. And uh, for you guys, you come into a home week now with a chance to finish off the non-conference portion of your schedule on the right note uh, as you host Towson. The Tigers are a team that no matter their record, they're three and five coming into this season uh, or coming into this matchup, I should say, on the season. Uh, they're going to be a tough draw. And it just the the strategies and styles that they play. Uh, Sean Nadlin is a guy who uh, presents challenges 
no matter what he's got on his roster. Tell us what you know about Towson. They're coming in off a couple of losses, including last time out against Duke, uh, but a team that, you know, is going to play you tough. That's just kind of what, what Towson does. Yeah, you know, we've talked about this in the past when we played Towson, but, you know, Sean was uh, my assistant for three years at Princeton. Amazing, amazing young coach. And, uh, you know, he's he's tenured now. You know, he's he's been around this block. I, You know, we always look back to the 2017 loss in the first round to Towson here at DU. So uh, as coaches, we're always, you know, apprehensive and, uh, um you know, and, and worried about Towson. We know what they are. Uh, they, they are tough kids. They're, they're usually Baltimore County or Long Island or upstate New York kids that, that really aren't phased by anything, uh, you know, from a physical standpoint. So, um, you know, you, you know what you're going to get as far as that goes. Uh, every ground ball is going to be a battle. And Sean's a phenomenal coach. We've, we've been very fortunate after the 2017. We've, I think we've beaten them three times by a goal. And, uh, and so we've been very lucky with that and, and always aware of what can happen. They've got some guys from Maryland who, who have slick sticks. They'll shoot it from a lot of different angles and, and you got you to gotta be ready. Defensively, they're always physically tough, always. And so, um, you know, we, uh, besides all that, we're coming off now. Uh, you know, the, 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 we're on spring break. We feel like we can get a lot of extra work in individually. It's supposed to be 75 degrees on Saturday. So uh, we're going to have our first really warm day. And, um, and, and the ment- you know, the opposite of the mental approach that we've been facing the past few weeks is that how do we handle coming off uh, a victory? Denver kids, since I've been here, and it has nothing to do with me, but one of the things I've noticed is the hardest challenges are always when they're feeling good about themselves, and the, the easy ones are when they're not. And so, uh, um, so we, we, we're going to pound that into our players' heads this week. We're going to get get them to understand. As we looked at last week, we were three and four. I'm sure there were a few Ohio State kids who thought it, you know didn't think much of Denver and there are probably a few Denver kids now who are not thinking much of, of Towson. And that's, that is ill-advised at best. So, uh, well, that'll be our, that'll be our work for the week is getting us ready to know that, uh, you know, we're playing a great team with a great coach and and we got to come out playing well. When you look back on your win on Sunday and the things that you liked most about it that you feel like can be successful against Towson, I mean, you talk about the the battles, the physicality, and, and going after ground balls and all the things you have to do against Towson in any year. The last couple of weeks, your guys have been better at that. What else stands out from especially the Ohio State game as building blocks uh, to come into this final non-conference matchup? Well, we got to match our, our own intensity. You know, at Ohio State, you always have to match their intensity um, because they come out of the tunnel and it's all jazzed up. They do a pretty cool, uh, you know, pregame show, you know, with their guys as we do. And it's it's kind of it's kind of interesting. You know, I think this week it's matching our own intensity of what happened last week. How did we go as we, you talked about earlier in the show? How did we go from down six two to up 13 or 10 or whatever it was? And and, uh, you know, we've got to know that it takes that each and every game because we know what, what's coming up after this week. So um, practicing uh, the emotional and psychological side is just as important as practicing shooting and 
picking up ground balls. And that's going to be, that's going to be the challenge for the week. So often when we get to this final game of non-conference play, um, you know, I feel like the the focus of the season is on the Big East Conference and what lies ahead and all of that. And especially because, you know, generally the, the record is very good. You're a, a top 10 ranked team, whatever it is, going into this final game of non-conference play. <laughs> this year, you've had some really tough draws and you've played some really tight games against highly ranked teams that haven't gone your way. You do get a road win over a top 10 team last time out. But to finish against Towson on the right note, ahead of Georgetown coming up in two weeks uh, feels even more important than other years. From your standpoint as the head coach of this program, when you talk to your guys about what this game on Saturday means now, uh, having your record back level at four and four, knowing that Georgetown looms on April 2nd, uh, what do you communicate to them about the importance of finishing non-conference on the right note? Momentum, you know, and momentum is key. You can't, you know, as I said earlier, and I'm, and I'm so thankful to be working with these young men, is that they, they took the adversity and they fought through it. Um, now momentum takes over of, can we redo that? Can we keep that going? Can we, can we shoot the way we shot? Can we make saves the way we did? Can we fight for ground balls? Can we be tough like we were against Ohio State? And that's all a momentum thing, and we've got to do our job in practice uh, this week to make sure that they understand that by keeping the tempo up, knowing that they don't have classes to worry about and, uh, you know, some other things uh, that we faced um, and, and just making sure that each day they walk off the field feeling like we've gotten better and our momentum's going our way, but we've got to, we've got to continue to work hard if we want to, if we want to, this thing to continue on the rise. All right, Coach, final point for you as we get set to wrap up this week's edition of the Coach Bill Tierney Show. Next week, by the way, we will be live from the Pioneer Restaurant at noon on Wednesday. Um, the biggest X's and O's on-field keys for your guys against Towson on Saturday. We'll talk about this, obviously, coming up uh, on Saturday morning for Pioneer pregame, which, by the way, I had a dream last night that I slept through. So somebody call and make sure that I'm there on Saturday. Um, but <laughs> your keys on Saturday uh, to make sure that, uh, that your guys are headed in with the, the right note, knowing what they need to do against Towson. Just as we've been talking all about, you know, be ready. Be ready for anything. We've been up against good teams. We've been down against bad teams. We've been, we've, we've seen it all. Um, we feel like at this time of the year, you pretty much see what teams can do offensively and defensively. So all the gimmicks are out. And uh, you, you, we just, we just got to know that, that uh, anything can pop up. They've got a week to prepare just like we do and uh, things will change. And I think, uh, you know, the idea is to, concentrate on the Denver Pioneers, knowing that the Towson Tigers are the opponent, but that they are just presenting another roadblock in the way of us having a great, great season. He's the head coach of the Denver Pioneers, Bill Tierney, as we wrap up this week's episode of the Coach Bill Tierney Show from your hometown Toyota Store Studios, presented by Johnson Financial Group. Coach, uh, can't wait to get out there this weekend, uh, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you later on this week. Thanks, Tyler.
Coming up on Wednesday, next Wednesday at 2401 South University, we will be hanging out at the Pioneer. Uh, you can come by at noon and uh, and catch the show, grab some food. The Pioneer, I, I'm not just saying it because they're a sponsor. Fantastic food at the Pioneer. Get the Chili Relleno Burger. Uh, it's fantastic. We'll be out there a week from Wednesday uh, on the, what will that be by the time we get there? The, 20, the 30th of March? Holy cow. Uh, so come on out next week. For Bill Tierney, I'm Tyler Ron. Wrapping up this week's episode of the Coach Bill Tierney Show presented by Johnson Financial Group. We'll talk to you on Saturday for Denver and Towson on ESPN Denver 1600.